0: This is Garnie with Clear Live Combat. Today I get to talk to Jessica Sanchez before she competes at Submission on the Shore, taking place Saturday, March 19th in Texas City.
1: Jessica Sanchez, I live in Bakersfield, California, and I train at South Valley Jiu-Jitsu. South Valley
0: Jiu-Jitsu, um, is that in Bakersfield as well? Yes, it is. You know, you're going to be here in in Texas pretty, pretty soon. Uh, what's mm-hmm. that competition and what are you looking forward to with that?
1: Um, Well, I'm super excited because it looks like this is going to be probably the highest level of competition that I've ever been able to be on the same mat with. So I'm extremely excited about that. I was able to be quite active last year with competition. I did mostly JJ World League and I had the chance to start doing super fights with a couple different promotions. So I'm extremely excited for the opportunity and just to get to be on a platform like this.
0: Have you been to Texas and competed here before?
1: Yes. Once, um, last year I competed in a JJ world league at the Texas fairgrounds. I think it was. And um, that was last year in, uh, it got pushed back because of COVID, but it was in April. Yeah. April of last year.
0: Sorry. Are you looking forward to coming back to Texas? And did you like it here?
1: Yes, yes. I'm very much looking forward to coming back to Texas. I loved it. I wish I could have spent more time there last year. Um, It was just myself and my son last year. Basically what happened was we had signed up for competition after competition. Everything kept getting postponed or canceled. And finally I saw one pop up in Texas and I just bought our plane tickets and made our reservations. Just me and my, well, he was 12 last year. So we just got on a plane and went to Texas and it was just for that. So we didn't have time to really hang out. Um, So I'm looking forward to spending a a little more time there this time
0: yeah so your son he trains as well
1: he does yeah
0: how is he liking it did he start because of you or did you start because of him
1: He started because of me. I actually got my start um, by training MMA. So I started doing nogi, boxing, kickboxing, putting it all together. And he was about five years old at the time. So about a year after I started training, he started training. And um, basically, he just started doing jujitsu. Sometimes he would jump in boxing classes with me a little bit of MMA training. So he's been training about um, seven years now. He's 13 now.
0: Awesome. Does he have goals for for MMA or jujitsu as well?
1: You know, actually, right now he's just focused on jujitsu in school and he's kind of starting to dip into wrestling a little bit, which I'm really excited about. We have some very legit um, wrestling teams here in Bakersfield and the high school he's going to go to in a couple of years has one of the top wrestling teams here in, um, in Bakersfield. So very excited about that.
0: What led you to start training jujitsu and, and uh, I guess even being interested in MMA, like you mentioned?
1: Um, really what got me interested in getting started was, um, just being obsessed with the sport of MMA. I just wanted to learn it so bad. Really. I just wanted to learn how to fight. So I researched a few gyms here in town and I ended up finding a coach. Um, not anybody who I work with now, but I found somebody and I went to his class and watched and decided I wanted to try it. And I just um, fell in love with training. I fell in love with the hard work and, um, I had a great connection with my training partners and my coach at the time. And I just basically just jumped on the mat and started learning how to do nogi and, um, Um, Mostly it was like wrestling and MMA, putting boxing together with it too. And I had planned on doing an amateur kickboxing match about six months into training. And that event ended up not happening. I can't remember why. It just got Mm -hmm. canceled. So my coach was like, well, why don't you do this jujitsu tournament? There was a tournament over um, down in LA. And I said, okay, why not? Because I was so disappointed about the other event being canceled. He said, well, you better buy a gi. (laughs) So I bought a gi and I started training in the gi also. And um, again, that was about six months into my training and I ended up doing okay at the tournament. I took home, I competed in open class and my weight class, both ski and no gi, And I took home a second place and three first place. And ever since then I've been training both ski and no gi.
0: That's exciting. Yeah. I, I guess growing up, were you always interested in, in like, I guess like athletic things, or did you play sports growing up?
1: I was always interested, but I was actually, um, I was raised extremely religious and my family was against um, like competition sports, I guess, um, anything yeah. really competitive and especially, especially contact sports. And like now what I do, like I, I train, not wrestling, I train jujitsu. I have probably 90% um, male partners, which is fine with me. But you know, when I was younger, At that time, you know, that I wish I would have been training like my son's age now. It was, um, I'd say, very frowned upon in general, but especially in um, the kind of background that I have in my upbringing. um, I probably wouldn't have been allowed to do what I do now. Yeah. But I was always interested.
0: Yeah. okay. you mentioned earlier it was difficult trying to find, um, you know, competitions and all that. I guess in California, have things kind of opened up there a little bit more?
1: A little bit. A little bit they have. It's definitely gotten better it's gotten better. But of course, after COVID, I think, um, you know, many different promotions and platforms, they wanted to open and start scheduling competitions and people would get excited and they would sign up and then it would get canceled. Mm -hmm. In fact, I think there's at least one tournament that I never got my money back for. I keep forgetting (laughs) to try and talk to them about it. But um, yeah, it seems like things have opened up quite a bit.
0: What about continuing training, you know, at your gym? What was that? What was that like? Were they forced to close as well?
1: Yes. Everybody was forced to close. It was very heartbreaking and disappointing. It it all happened so suddenly, but um, I would say that well, it probably lasted maybe like one to two weeks. And uh, several of us, like, you know, people who have been there more than five years have a key to open the gym because we teach classes and our coach told us, well, if you guys would like to, you know, show up and do some cleaning around the gym or something that would be okay and if you wore a gi while you were cleaning that would <laughs> that would also be okay <laughs> or wore your gi stuff or whatever so yeah. so after that you know we were like okay I'm not sick you're not sick so we would just meet in like groups of two to three people like do you want to get together and you know come in through the back door so I would say I probably went maybe like no more than two weeks without getting on the mat
0: that's like some underground fight club stuff, isn't it? Yeah. It feels yeah. Like it, right? That's what
1: it felt like. It felt like we were doing something bad, something wrong.
0: <laughs> yeah. Was there ever like, what would happen if y'all would have got busted or were, were people, was that even like a case there? Like where that could happen?
1: You know, I, I don't really think in Kern County. I think mostly it was um, just other people complaining if they notice people hanging out without masks, if they notice people hanging out in close groups, like, you know, they might be touching each other, other people might complain. But as far as I know, like here in Kern County, the sheriff's department was like... We're not going to chase people for working out together or for, you know, standing close to each other or for not wearing masks or, you know, when it came to Thanksgiving time. We're not going to bust people at their houses for having more than five people over, things like that. Just our county, um, for the most part, they didn't really crack down on people for things like that. So Saturday,
0: Saturday, March 19th, you're going to be competing submissions on the shore and that's going to be at the booker t world gym arena in texas city is that going to be gi no gi and what kind of mindset are you going into this with
1: so it's going to be Nogi with ADCC rule set. That's another thing that I'm extremely excited about. I've never had a chance to compete in a rule set quite like this before. So this is going to be um, really, really new to me. Um, I love that. And the mindset that I'm going in is just to be uh, to be on my, my best game, uh, the best game possible. I'm trying to work on areas of my game that I feel that I've been a little bit weaker in the past, try to really analyze um, my past performances and see where I can do better. I have struggled quite a bit with competition anxiety I'm sure that's not uncommon but you know, leading up. It used to be me getting super nervous when I, oh, I would sign up for a competition. Mm -hmm. I would see the other competitors, find out who they were, see the bracket and just get extremely nervous and, you know, leading up for weeks before the competition. And that's definitely gotten better. So now instead of feeling extremely nervous and, oh, maybe I shouldn't do this, you know, those other girls are so good. I'm like excited to see how good the other girls are. I'm excited to see that there are girls in this bracket that have been on some other really big promotions. And, um, I'm just really excited to be, able to share the map with them. I think it's going to be a lot of fun.
0: Are you doing any research on any of the other people that are going to be there?
1: Um, a little bit, a little bit. I am. I mean, some of them, I mean, I've, I've already seen, uh, you know, most of their most recent performances. So I'm going to definitely go back and watch and see what I can learn, what I can pull, make some kind of game plan with my coaches. And um, again, doing that excites me now. It doesn't you know scare me or make me nervous. So I'm, I'm really excited for the challenge. You may men- have much it makes me grow.
0: You mentioned earlier that, you know, having a key to to your gym and some of the people that are doing coaching. So are you one of the coaches there as well now?
1: Yes, I teach kids' classes um, at least one time a week. It's my class, I alternate Saturdays with some other coaches. We have kids from five years old all the way up to fifteen years old. Um, so I I help a lot with teaching the kids' classes. Even if I'm not in charge of the class, I'll be there as one of the assistant coaches to take at least one of the groups to teach. And if there's subs needed for adult classes, I'll teach. Uh, I'll sub those classes as well.
0: It's not easy teaching, especially. I'd assume it's not easy teaching kids was that was that something easy or natural for you
1: um it was actually pretty natural for me I I have children myself and I I'm also a teacher so I'm used to teaching and being around kids quite a bit and um you know it's really it's only an hour (laughs) you know so I'm used to spending an entire school day um with kids and so I, I would say that it came pretty naturally it's fun what do you teach I'm actually a mod severe special education teacher. So I teach kids from, you know, with very severe, severe disabilities to moderate disabilities. But I, I would say that this year, my class, um, definitely more on the severe side.
0: What led you to pursue that, you know, going and getting the an education and then be able to take that that career?
1: Um, So for quite a while after I turned 18, I um, became a personal trainer and I worked at a fitness center here in town. And I did that for about 12 years. And I have a daughter, she's four years old now. And just after I had a really serious knee injury in 2016. And just not long after that, I got pregnant with my daughter. And I just decided that um, the career path that I was on just was not going to be enough to mm-hmm. support myself and my family. So I decided to go back to school. <laughs> I didn't think I was going to do that, but I did. I, um, I did the rest of my classes online. I got my bachelor's, my teaching credential, and I just finished my master's earlier this year. And as soon as I went back to school, I got back into the elementary district here and, um, and started teaching about three years ago. And I always knew I wanted to do special ed. I yeah. always knew that.
0: Why, why though?
1: Um, my first real job um, when I was 18 here in town was at this nonprofit school called Valley Achievement Center. And it's only for autistic children. So I'd say that that population is probably even the disabilities more severe than what I work with now. But I just, I just really liked it. I really liked it. I really enjoyed um, working with those students and seeing how intelligent they are and how different they are um, from each other and from us. And um, just something about it just clicked with me. Something about it. I just I I enjoy being around them.
0: You know, being a teacher, does that help you? I guess I I assume it would help you being a a teacher for school, being a a teacher of Mm jujitsu as well. Does that correlate?
1: Yes, yeah, I think it does. Even though I'm not teaching the same things, I kind of have to come into it with the same mindset as far as like, okay, these kids are not getting what I'm teaching them at all. Like if it's something to do with what I'm teaching, so it's not like, um, you know, if I'm teaching jujitsu, I'm not going to get mad and you don't get this, you don't get this. You know, just go ahead and do a hundred squats or something. (laughs) So it really helps me analyze. Okay, and go back afterwards. That didn't go as well as I wanted it to. How can I teach them a little bit better? Like pull back to teaching them the movement of the move. Um, maybe it's mobility drills. It depends on the age of the kids too. Sometimes Mm -hmm. I'm going to think ahead of time, I'm going to teach this technique or this move and understand how I'm going to teach it differently for the five and six year olds and differently for the 14 and 13 year olds, you know,
0: Mm -hmm. it does help a lot. Being a teacher, does that help you become a better learner as well?
1: Yes, absolutely. I think that teaching is a different form of learning. And every time I teach something, um, you know, I plan it, I teach it, and I'm constantly reflecting on what I teach, both with my job and with jujitsu. I mean, I'm just constantly thinking afterwards when I got home, like, how well did that go? How can I do it better? If it went really, really well, I'm excited. And then I'm thinking, like, how can I level level it up for them next time? Or what is it that I want them to do next time?
0: Jiu-jitsu is interesting and, you know, uh, combat sports in general because it's so easy to talk about, it, especially if, you know, if you're passionate about it, or you're training for something. Do, do you talk about it to your students or even some of your coworkers? Or are they able to follow your career?
1: Um. Yes, a little bit. I, In fact, I have at least, well, he doesn't work on my campus, but actually the principal of my son's school, he's in middle school and I teach at an elementary campus, but we're the same district. He does jujitsu also. He competes. He's a purple belt. Um, he's at a different academy than I am, but it's funny because we run into each other all the time at our um, um, tournaments that are like here in California. So that's kind of cool. So yeah. like he gets it, he gets what <laughs> I do, but I have a lot of coworkers that are like, What? (laughs) Like you do what? So, uh, I mean, the girls that I have AIDS in my classroom because it's special ed. So, you know, I need a a lot of other adult hands, and they've known me for a few years. So, they're well aware of what I do. When I come into work with a black eye, they know why. (laughs) (laughs) You know, when I like right now, I have a finger that's a little bit, a little bit sprained right now. I have to sometimes tape up my fingers, and they understand why. Um, You know, they know that I train at night. They know, you know, why I'm so sore sometimes. Um, But for the most part, um, you know, I don't talk about it that much at work just because teaching is so, so busy right now. Um, But my students really enjoy seeing pictures and videos sometimes. Sometimes I'll show them clips, you know, of my competitions when I come back.
0: Yes. So you mentioned that you train at South Valley Jiu Jitsu and that's in Bakersfield, California. What's the culture, I, I guess, there in California with other schools? Is it a big cross-training opportunity do people kind of keep to themselves
1: i would say for the most part um here in town that most um people stay to, to their own academies for the most part for the most part and that kind of makes me sad a little bit because i think that cross-training is um a great opportunity to like make more friends to test your jiu-jitsu to put yourself in uncomfortable environments and just create a better jujitsu community um not all academies, I'd say. Um, my academy is very open to me going ahead and cross training and doing different types of training. And um, I like to go to different towns and visit other academies as well. I got to spend some time at Atos. I got to spend some time at Art Jiu Jitsu last year, which I loved. And I do cross train anytime I get a chance to. But there are other teams that don't really um, um, that don't really like for their athletes to. Take advantage of that. Mm -hmm.
0: So after this uh, competition with submissions on the shore, are you looking to compete again? Uh, How many more times this year? Stay busy.
1: I do want to stay busy. Um, Unfortunately, now, I mean, well, okay, I'll start with the good part. As a female, as an adult female, um, brown belt and up, it's a little bit harder to find competitors in um, some other tournaments like JJ World League, NABJJF. Like for example, I'm signed up for a tournament at the end of this month. And so far it looks like I've got nobody (laughs) in my division. So I'm probably gonna have to accept a credit for a future tournament. So after submissions on the shore, Um, I'm really looking forward to doing some more IBJJF tournaments. Um, one of my goals for the year is master worlds. They just announced it for September. So I'm very excited about that. Um, I probably won't get in as many tournaments as I did last year. So I'm looking forward to hopefully scheduling some more super fights and as well as IBJJF tournaments.
0: Who are some people that you've looked up to, or you've modeled your game after, or have been an influence on you?
1: Um, So I would say as a female practitioner, Felicia O has been someone that I've really, really, um, you know, watched and really admired. I've had the chance to meet her a couple times. She's a good friend of my coach, Tommy Little, and he's invited her to our gym a couple of times to do seminars. So um, she's amazing. Um, she's amazing. I really, really watched her career. And some other females, I'd say, um, I know she's at Atos now, um, Gabby McComb. I just love watching her compete. And also, um, I, I mean, I, I follow all the big ones, Bianca Basilio, Bea Mosquita. It's been so inspiring, like watching them the last five years, um, watching them and wishing that I could do what they do. And now I kind of get to do it on my own, you know, in my own way.
0: You mentioned getting into jiu-jitsu because you started with an interest in MMA Mm
1: -hmm. is there
0: ever a point where you're going to make that uh make that jump to MMA
1: um no actually probably not anymore I did at first though I actually did um three pro fights um early really early I like in um 20, 2015, 2016, and I, I think I mentioned it a few minutes ago, but I had a really serious knee injury in August of 2016, and I had a pro fight five days later, and I went ahead and did it anyways. And on one hand, I kind of regret doing the fight. Um, on the other hand, I'm, I'm glad I did because it was kind of my last, my last chance, I guess. <laughs> I just wish, you know, that injury wouldn't have happened, um, you know, right before. If only it would have happened right afterwards, right? <laughs> but the recovery afterwards was very, very hard. It was a multiple ligament injury. I had my surgery over down at USC and my knee is doing really, really well now. Um, but I am really happy doing jujitsu, especially with all the new opportunities that are coming up, like submissions on the shore. The sport is really growing for females. Um, you know, I'm glad I dipped into MMA and I'm still a humongous fan. I, I watch MMA, uh, you know, every big event, every big UFC event, I follow fighters. Um, you know, but it's just jujitsu for me now.
0: If you could face somebody in a jujitsu match, like a dream match for you, who would it be?
1: Hmm. Man, that's a really, really good question. Um, I would really love to feel like I'm good enough to. Um, to grapple with um brie robertson and i know i, I think she's going to be at subs on the shore too so i just i just love watching her fight she is so impressive so so impressive so you know if i could ever get a match with her i don't know if it's going to happen in march you know i know that I, I think believe we're in the same bracket um so i hope so
0: yes you, you mentioned that you had come down before but you didn't really have time to explore uh this time are you going to be able to go and maybe eat some places or check out some of the things that we have here
1: I hope so. Do you have any suggestions?
0: I have a ton of suggestions. It depends on what you want to do and what you, do you like. I mean, are you a foodie?
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> always. Yeah, <laughs> I love food.
0: We, yeah, we have some cool stuff here. So um, we're our station is in Lamarck, and mm-hmm. Texas City is like right next to it. And then we have Galveston, which is our our beach and island over here, which um, is, is a little bit different than California beaches. And then uh, mm-hmm. and then Houston, there's a ton of stuff. So. Um, Definitely. I mean, if you tell me what you're interested in, I'll be able to to give you a list of some things that you have to check out.
1: Okay. well, I'd say at the top of my list is pizza, (laughs) you know, for after the competition, though. (laughs) Yeah. But I I love all kinds of food.
0: Yeah. I'm actually going to try and get some pizza today because I'm going to correct my diet a little bit after this weekend. I had a (laughs) I had a fight with some Girl Scout cookies. This little Girl Scout came to my door and she was so sweet and cute and asked me if I wanted to buy some. And I was like, I'm not going to get it. Then I saw her. I was like, Okay, how much are they? So, I've been going crazy with Girl Scout cookies, but.
1: Oh, man. Pray pray for (laughs) me. Pray for me.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, I'm excited. Is there anything else that that you would like to share about submissions on the shore or anything else at all?
1: Um,. just thank them again. Thank them again for giving me the opportunity to compete in this event. And I'm also going to do another event with submissions on the shore the weekend before Houston. Also, I'm going to be on their March 12th um, Sacramento event. So I'm really excited about that. I hope it'll be like a good kind of warm up for Houston. So I'm really excited to compete with them. I've wanted to for some time. I just haven't, um, you know, been able to fit them into my schedule, haven't applied for any of their events. And I'm excited. And and thankful that they want to have me on the show
0: that's awesome it'll be more more um i guess getting familiar with that rule set the adcc rule set that yeah it's really big absolutely okay so just a reminder jessica sanchez will be competing at submissions on the shore it's going to be saturday march 19th at the booker t world gym arena jessica thank you so much for making time i appreciate you